Welcome to What a Waste Pod, the podcast about uh, environmental historical issues. New you like po- that. New ed- ele- elevator pitch. Environmental historical issues. Environmental history. Um, environmental history. That's good. That's good. That's a quicker. I yeah. I was always. I was always sort of. I was like, yeah. It's like an environmental podcast. Environmental yeah. comedy podcast is a little. Yeah, it's like lame. We, it's a little hard. To, it's hard. To, we got. We're still coming up with our elevator pitches. Mm. Uh, DM us for if you have ideas. But sound off in the comments. Sound off in the comments. Like reviews, but actually do do those things. Even yeah. though I said that sarcastically. Welcome to another episode of What a Waste Pod. Lucia, how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm feeling on top of the world. Yeah, that's good. All right, bring that down a little bit. Um, <laughs> no, don't. That's great. I'm glad you got fun earrings on. Mm-hmm. Very fun. As um, the lady of the pod. Matching sweaters. Comedy attic. Comedy attic. Shout out the the attic in Bloomington. Um. Uh, yeah, what do we got? What do we got on the on the menu today, Lush? Environmental villain, Monsanto. Oh, I thought you were gonna say <laughs> me. <You. laughs> I thought you were gonna just like detail everything that's wrong with me. Uh, well, you're. I don't have to announce that you're the villain. Yeah, I am the villain of the pod. That's why I'm wearing red. Um, and you're the queen of the pod, purple. Wow, very royal. Very royal. Um, I saw when I was buying my sweatshirt. I saw that red was an option, and I went, "That's a little showy." <laughs> Thank you for saying that. It's also <laughs> giant. I gotta shrink it a little. It's big. But environmental villains, Monsanto. What do you know about Monsanto? I know um, fertilizer giant, um, Roundup. I just know keywords, really. Yep. I don't really know much about the story, but I know that they sort of have a monopoly on uh, fertilizing a lot of agricultural land. Am I getting warmer? Roundup was correct. Roundup. But do you have a general distaste for them in your mouth? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not on their side. This is not like golf courses. Monsanto, (laughs) yeah, what if it comes out that Tyler's a Monsanto sympathizer? Yeah, Horvat's not my real last name. It's actually Tyler James Monsanto. Um, Monsanto. <laughs> Take two. Monsanto is synonymous with bad for environmentalists. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the first thing I wrote. Um, so Monsanto, in case you don't know, um, it's the giant company that controls most of the world's food supply. Great. Um, it's what the, could go wrong? It's the embodiment of capitalist evil. Um, is, this, is this editorializing? <laughs> there's a spot now. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a Monsanto-sized spot in hell. There's a Monsanto-sized spot in hell among the ranks of cigarette companies and oil companies that knowingly suppressed scientific information showing their product had carcinogenic compounds. Fuck. So it's a heavy one. It's a heavy one. All right, I better get get goofy. Get here. your goofy hat on. Because I didn't run. A, I didn't include a bunch of fun dookie quips in the script <laughs> <laughs> this one no listen dookie. back to the wait no dookie quips <laughs> i told you specifically we need three per episode three dookie quips <laughs> i don't have any dookie quips Fuck. i don't think i have any um <laughs> scrolling through. Yeah, crap 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 no, no dookie i don't no see dookie <laughs> there's no dookie nowhere listen back to the diaper episode to understand what we're talking about that was a dookie filled app Okay, so Monsanto. Basically, 
quick summary before I get into the history so you can understand what they've done. Um, Monsanto started as a biochemical company um, and pharmaceutical Mm -hmm. company. They ended up owning, I say all this in past tense because they were purchased in 2018 after having a lot of lawsuits. So Monsanto actually doesn't exist in the way that it used to anymore. Um, But they basically were responsible. <laughs> no, no, Monsanto. <laughs> for, for but, oh, I hardly knew ye. <laughs> for, for developing Roundup, um, which is a highly toxic still, pesticide. I, I still see fucking commercials for it. Do though. you? I'm sure I, people I see still like, use it. Where it's like a little white box with a little sprayer on it. I see like commercials on it for it, like late night TV. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure people still use it in some form. I'm, <sighs> Um, but the way that it was when Monsanto started selling it, it basically came out that it was insanely cancer causing. And they also basically patented a type of seed, um, and then started like, uh, they basically like entrapped farmers to only be able to use their seeds. So they basically, um, yeah, created a monopoly on seeds and farming in general and are responsible for most of the like major crops like corn and soybeans um, and genetically modified organisms. Um, So yeah, we're going to get into all that. Okay, so quick. Wait, so how are they bad though? That all sounds like good stuff. Dookie quip. Dookie quips. (laughs) Okay. Excuse me. So quick background um, on how Monsanto got to where it is today. So it was named after the founder, John F. Queenie's wife, her maiden name. Um, And it started out as Monsanto Chemical Works. It was founded in 1901 to manufacture saccharin, which is an artificial artificial sweetener that was only made in Germany at the time. And then they started making caffeine and vanillin, which is the molecule that gives vanilla its taste and smell. And uh, Coca-Cola became one of Monsanto's main customers. Sales reached $1 million in 1915. And then Monsanto began producing aspirin in 1917. Um, German company? Was it? No, it was uh, saccharin was only made in Germany at the time. Oh, so now they brought it to America. Mm-hmm. So then we started okay. manufacturing it here. So then it was incorporated as the Monsanto Chemical Company in 1933. Um, its production of styrene, a component of synthetic rubber, was huge for the U.S. war effort during World War II. Um and then they just changed their name to Monsanto Company in 1964. Uh, they purchased a pharmaceutical company, sold its sweeteners business, um, and then started acquiring a bunch of biotech companies in the 90s. And um, that is the time when it became Amassing. a leader in the development of genetically modified crop seeds. Um <sighs> Just absolutely evil empire shit. Yeah. No, really. Just monopolizing. Just buying all these companies. Its first GMO product, genetically modified organism, um, was the patented glyphosate-resistant Roundup Ready soybean, which was approved by the USDA in 1994. Um, And so in the 2000s, its main companies were agriculture and biotech. So they started buying all these seed and software companies. Um, And it was around this time that it started to get a really negative name for itself uh, through promoting genetically modified organisms, um, producing all these chemicals that had health problems, cancer-causing problems associated with them. And then in in 
the 2010s, it was sued multiple times with lawsuits claiming that Roundup caused cancer. With all this happening, the um, the, in 2016, the German pharmaceutical company Bayer purchased Monsanto for $60 billion, knowing that all this negative PR was happening. $60 billion. $60 billion. Um, Chump change. Bayer agreed to settle more than $10 billion in Bayer. roundup lawsuit settlements. How, how much? $10 billion. So, wow, they bought it really for $70 billion. Yeah. Bayer, the the Nazi aspirin. Company. I was gonna say Bayer's uh, dubious history includes an affiliation with IG Farben in producing Zyklon B gas for Hitler's execution camps and conducting deadly medical experiments on prisoners. So they weren't super concerned with the <laughs> cancer lawsuits. Yeah, I would call that dubious. I would call that a dubious pass. The Zyklon, one of the other Zyklons, is the nitrogen that they use to put in the soil to grow corn without recycling the soil so that the, yeah. they when they were discovering zyklon b which was the gas that they like uh killed that was like chemical warfare in world war one I, I think and then world war two uh when they discovered that they also discovered the nitrogen where they could in, use it to enrich the soil the oh. same the same guy the same guy did that like he he it was like terrible chemical warfare agent and then also like ended up making it so that like billions of people could get fed because they but then on the other end of it it ends up also being bad because we're only eating corn and everything it's a wild wild world of nazi chemical weird that a word like zyklon b (laughs) is is bad is bad yeah so, um, yeah, for many years, Monsanto produced two of the most toxic substances ever known, um, polychlorinated biphenyls, better known as PCBs, and dioxin. Um, and um, the early Monsanto chemical business was responsible for 50 Superfund sites, which are like sites that are too toxic to use, basically. Um, it's when there are a lot of toxins in the ground. Um, but so they started having all these lawsuits because of people suing them for all the chemicals that they were manufacturing. Yeah. But then Monsanto created all these other companies to like shield themselves from liability. Basically like there's one called Solusha. Pretty so Lucia. What do you have actually do, literally? Do you so have any connections to so this business? Lucia, which handles the backlog of lawsuits to keep the Monsanto name clean. So that's why it's no longer Monsanto chemical business. Um, so that's like the general overview. The big, the big things we're going to be talking about that Monsanto should burn in hell for um, <laughs> Monsanto and its uh, executives, affiliates, and subsidiaries um, are the way it engineered crops and started dominating the food chain and um, blackmailing farmers. And yeah. then the big one is Roundup. Roundup is Roundup is the the issue that is like equal equal and evil to cigarettes and oil companies knowing about climate change jesus you ready to go let's go let's do it all right let's see if you can make something funny out of this (laughs) i do have a hard job on these on these kind of ones yeah it's fun it's easier when it's like poop diapers diapers too much plastic in the diapers and this one is like uh they're giving children cancer goodness um in 1950 a swiss chemist um 
synthesized glyphosate, which is um, it acts as a non-selective herbicide, killing most plants and some microorganisms by disrupting a chemical pathway that produces essential amino acids. Um, since mammals don't contain this particular chemical pathway, Monsanto, without waiting for definitive test results, originally claimed the chemical is, quote-unquote, safer than table salt, and they began marketing um, glyphosate as Roundup in 1974. Ta- table salt is not safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I not great. Really? No, it's not good. But they were like, no one knows that except Tyler. Yeah. Um, so to promote the sale of glyphosate, Monsanto suppressed evidence, manipulated lab results, bullied and harassed scientists, and undermined international regulators. Um, internal documents obtained by the courts involved in lawsuits that later happened now suggest that Monsanto marketed Roundup as safe, knowing full well that it was likely a carcinogen. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? But in their job interview, up. the first question is like, are you willing to kill people through your lies? Yeah. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I actually, they don't even have to that ask That was included them. in my cover letter. They don't have to ask them that question because they wouldn't even be getting an interview if they didn't already know that, that was, they were that kind of guy. It's true. And probably a guy, probably by a the guy. way. It's probably a guy. Um, so they um, basically were a, have been a lot of lawsuits about Roundup. Jury's in three lawsuits in the um, in like the last few years ruled that Monsanto's glyphosate-based Roundup caused or significantly contributed to the onset specifically of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, mm. a life-threatening immune system cancer. Jesus Christ. Um, all right, let me try to blast through this. Um, so <laughs> in the 90s, Monsanto labs found a bacteria strain that could survive in glyphosate cloned the relevant enzyme gene sequence into soybeans and introduced the first glyphosate-resistant plants that allowed farmers to poison weeds without killing their crops. So so this is how they started cornering the market, is the technique has since been applied to corn, canola, alfalfa, sugar beans, and cotton. And by 2015, in the U.S., 94% of soybeans and 89% of corn and cotton were genetically modified to be glyphosate-resistant. Okay, so... They were already planting corn and soybeans, mm-hmm. but they, but what th- was decreasing their yields was these other animals pests. and pests and weeds. and weeds. So they made this thing. So they they started planting only the corn that is resistant to this thing that kills everything else. Yes, couldn't be anything <sighs> wrong with that. There couldn't be anything wrong with that. God. And now that's every, every uh, like French fry that you eat, mm-hmm. every sip of soda that you drink is probably this corn that's treated with this shit. Yeah, <laughs> dookie. With this dookie, <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna know that we p- recorded these on the same night. <laughs> no, we're in different clothes. Um, so it was soon revealed that glyphosate caused major health problems. Scientists. Oh, what? Yeah, what? What? How could something so selectively manipulated with science. You're saying cause it kills. Problems? You're saying it kills all living things around it except the corn that's specifically designed to resist it and it hurts people? What the <laughs> fuck is going on there? <laughs> <laughs> they bring me. They bring me into court as like the public witness. <laughs> Wait, explain this to me one more time. 
How could this glycophate, Jimmy? <laughs> Hi, I'm Glyco Jim. <laughs> I always have a character that you name in every episode. Mister <laughs> 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 me, glycophate, Jimmy, go. <laughs> so scientists linked repeated or high doses administered to rats of glycophate during pregnancy to stunted growth and bone defects in fetuses. Skin lesions, headaches, and respiratory symptoms first began to appear among farmers. And a 2001 U.S. National Cancer Institute study among male farmers showed a statistically significant 50% increased risk of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma after exposure. 50%? Yeah. 50%? They started calling it farmer's cancer. <laughs> like swimmer's ear? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know how all the farmers in history all had this? Nope, nope. So in 2010, in Australia, doctors diagnosed farmer Traley Snape, who had spread <laughs> Roundup on her fields with her husband, Ron. Traley Snape? Yeah. Oh. And her husband, Ron, with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Ron, get over here! Um, in Thailand, doctors discovered that um, it eroded membrane tissues, gastrointestinal linings, and respiratory tracts, leading to pulmonary congestion and edema in the victim's lungs. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of research uh, showing that it's super it toxic. Just fucks people up. In 2016, however, the EPA concluded that glyphosate had low toxicity for humans. However, critics have claimed that Monsanto exercised undue influence on that study, which is now under review. The World Health Organization said it's probably carcinogenic to humans, and California says it's known to cause cancer. So overall, we're, we all know it's cancerous. We've all agreed. Yeah, it's just... As it's Ron everyone in is, Australia <laughs> has shown. Everyone in, is just moving towards this this absolutely obvious conclusion yeah just the official the official channels like, are the last Montana's to get like no not us you can't prove it that was solucia that was solucia yeah yeah it was me <laughs> um so then but of course monsanto is just absolutely denying it they go on the offensive they call these reports biased. They founded and led the glyphosate task force a consortium of companies promoting glyphosate in europe um, well, it's probably banned there. D do we know that? Yes, absolutely it is. It is, yeah. Y Europe is actually pretty solid at, like, that's why you go, like, <coughs> we should, I, I don't know if we've thought of doing, like, a gluten episode, <laughs> but, that's like, but because, like, I think. Gluten issues, like, aren't a problem in Europe. Yeah, like, it's it's not wheat it's the fucking chemicals that sprayed on our wheat mm -hmm. you know and that the those those like symptoms and i i'm i don't fucking know you know but i'm this is i'm totally speculating but like a lot of the food in europe they they do have way better like there's a lot of things that they can put in our food mm -hmm. that um like you can't even feed to animals in uh Europe. Same with our like beauty products. Yeah. Stuff like that. Um, yeah, basically Monsanto's just good country. America is a good place. Ding. Um, uh -oh. Okay. So <laughs> internal Monsanto documents revealed that an editorial in Forbes magazine by an academic challenging the report 
um, had been ghostwritten by Monsanto. Forbes later removed the editorial. Um, so Monsanto's just denying all this because they have n- already known about this for years. So they're, they've just been lying forever. Um, a, in 2017, a journalist... Where's Erin Brockovich when you need her? Well, she's here. Carrie Gillum, in 2017, published Whitewash, the story of a weed killer cancer and the corruption of science. And she used their own internal documents to show that the company smeared the reputations of scientists who published research that challenged their statements, threatened regulators to approve the chemical, skipped compliance tests, and used the media to manipulate pub- public perception. While all while saying Mon- Mon- Monsanto. stuff like... How could you? While saying things like lysophate was safe enough to drink. Yeah, you drink it then, CEO. Motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. What monsters there are out in the world. I know. Well, and so the thing is, so that's Monsanto. But in general. You know what? I'm actually, this is helping my anxiety. Because I have a lot of like, oh, did I do this right? Did I say the wrong thing? I'm fine. You're fine. <laughs> I had that fine. realization today when I realized I am going to die one day. And just, just remembering that. Yeah. It's like, oh, nothing. The things I'm concerned about. Yeah. That's I might have made someone feel a little weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was weird how you cornered me earlier and screamed in my face for 20 minutes, but I no, feel fine about it now. I did not do that. She would never. But... Uh, yeah, it's so funny because like I I get like worked up in my head about like oh did I say something weird to a person yeah. five years ago and it's like these guys are uh, giving entire generations of farmers cancer and they sleep fine. They're fine uh, in uh, their mansions, in their palaces. <sighs> so the thing is, glyphosate isn't the only unsafe pesticide. What? Um, a 2018 report from the U.S. Department of Agriculture documented pesticide residues in 70% of produce sold in the U.S. even after washing. Um, they also found 225 different pesticides in common fruits and vegetables that had been peeled and washed. The 12 most contaminated products were strawberries, spinach, kale, nectarines, apples, grapes, peaches, cherries, pears, tomatoes, celery, and potatoes. You know, all of it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's everything in my fridge right now. Um, God damn it. Most frequently detected pesticide was Dacthal DCPA, classified by the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency as a possible human carcinogen and prohibited in Europe since 2009. <laughs> um, a French I gotta move, dude. I, know. I gotta get the hell well, out of really here. Really, the Europeans do do a lot better. A French study showed that people who ate primarily organic food had lower risk of cancer. Pesticide-based farming goes all the way back to the use of DDT, which is the insecticide banned in 1972 thanks to Rachel Carson's Silent Spring. Because it was also... Oh, wow. So it's very similar, a similar <sighs> story. Um, oh so that's just Roundup. <laughs> now let's talk about seeds. This is so Roundup is definitely one reason people hate Monsanto, but it's really the manipulation of seed culture, right. which I just made a name seed culture. Seed culture. Um, so. Uh, Monsanto has a presence in 150 countries. It became one of the largest producers of engineered crops by the 1970s. Um, I think I already said this, but 80% of U.S. corn is grown from Monsanto patented GMO seeds. 93% of the U.S. soy is grown from Monsanto patented GMO seeds. And 282 million acres of Monsanto products are grown worldwide. 
What was the last number? 282 million acres. <laughs> I th- I'm pretty sure that was as of like 2008. The article I was reading was written. So that's a ton. That's, that's huge still. So, so probably more now. So ridiculous. God. So Monsanto has this reputation for enforcing its patents and suing anyone who allegedly violates them. So an example is... Actually, I'll start by explaining what Monsanto does. So for most of human history, farmers have saved seeds every season. So you plant in the spring, harvest in the fall, and then you take the seeds left over from all your crops and then replant the next spring. Monsanto... Mm -hmm totally intervened on um, normal human behavior and our relationship to nature and developed genetically modified seeds that we already talked about. They're resistant to Roundup. So it offered farmers, in theory, a convenient way to spray fields with weed killer without affecting their crops. And then, but the thing is, Monsanto patented the seeds. So for a long time, the U.S. Patent Office refused to patent seeds. Um, But then in the 80s, that changed. I'm not going to go into it. I don't Reagan. Think that's Maybe. Could have been. If it's in the 80s. It was in the 80s. Let's blame Reagan. Probably, I mean, it I probably was during that a minute. I mean, if, if it was a longstanding policy that changed for the right wing shift, mm. it's probably Reagan. He did a lot of that. Let's assume it was him. Why not? Fact check. Um, so that changed. So, so then Monsanto could patent their seeds. And so then farmers who bought Monsanto's patented Roundup Ready seeds were required to sign an agreement promising not to save the seed produced after each harvest for replanting or to sell the seed to other farmers. So farmers had to buy new seed every year. They weren't allowed to save their own seed. Like the most basic thing that farmers do, they weren't allowed to do. So they were being forced to save money. I mean, to spend money. Spend more money, yeah. Um, and that just meant tons of money. But if they didn't, but if they didn't do that, then they're and if they use something else, like a different um, kind of, like a different strain of corn or whatever that wasn't Roundup resistant, their yields would be so much lower than the other farmers that they wouldn't be able to c- compete and keep their farm. So they had to fucking do this. They yep. had a rock in a hard place. Mm-hmm. Yep. <sighs> And so some farmers didn't understand this. Some did and still saved the seeds anyways. Um, And Monsanto was just attempting to get the monopoly on seeds. So they started to acquire conventional seed companies. Um, They started, like in 2005, they bought Seminis, which controlled 40% of the U.S. market for various vegetable seeds. Mm. In 1980, no genetically modified crops were used. By 2007, the global figure was, like I said earlier, 282 million acres. (laughs) It was crazy. That's such a shift in the way we... 27 years. 27 years, we've radically altered the way humans plant and grow food. Um, so basically what happened is I'm having a hard time being funny on this I know. One. Just listen. Sometimes it's good to listen. Guys, Go back to the Dookie episode if you want some laughs. This one is the one where we both we all just listen to Lucia <laughs> and feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> Keep still don't don't change that don't channel. Don't change that channel. Um so basically what would happen is this is absolutely psychotic. So Monsanto 
started like stalking farmers and sending out investigators to these tiny farming towns and would like threaten farmers that they said um, were saving their own seeds or were selling seeds to other farms. Um, And they would, so since they introduced genetically modified seeds in 1996, Monsanto has launched thousands of investigations and filed lawsuits against hundreds of farmers and seed dealers. (laughs) In a 2007 report, it was documented that 112 such lawsuits happened in 27 states. And so farmers like can't afford to engage. Yeah. To lawyer up, engage in the lawsuit. So they just would settle. What? And Monsanto's lawyers are living so comfortably eating all of the food grown by in somewhere in fucking Virginia or something or, and they're just, they're just living it up. Wait, they made so much money doing this, this Mm -hmm. horrific shit. Yeah. So, like, investigators would show up on the farmer's property, say that the farmer violated the patent, and then demand to see records, and then threaten to sue and take their land. Isn't that crazy? It's so fucked up. That's just some of the shit. Like, there was so much I was reading that I was like, well, don't have time for that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well... I really hope that they sleep well tonight, these yeah. Monsanto fucks. I have to believe that there is a hell, just specifically. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe in God, but I believe in hell, so that these guys can go there. I mean, it's so um, daunting, because it's like, what do we? how do we get out from under such a giant fucking monopoly? And it's like, you can only kind of do it on a personal level. Like, you can try to eat organic shit, but like you know farmers market all that stuff and the more that you can do that you should do that mm-hmm. for your own health but also for funding that kind of model versus the like everything in you know if you go to a Walmart um grocery store everything in there is affected by this yep. stuff it's the global food chain and i didn't even talk here about like what they're doing in other countries I did. <laughs> Sorry. Because she doesn't care. Because I don't care. <laughs> I'm US only. Um, I mean, like, wait, what was I going to say? You really do, You really made me feel bad that I only care about the United States. <laughs> the, oh, I said, the, I, like, the, I wrote my notes. I could do a part two. Because there's also just the history of genetically modified foods. And, like, we roll. It's crazy because, like, when Silent Spring came out, in the sixties and Rachel Carson was writing about how DDT was carcinogenic and like silent spring, the title means like if she was basically using language to appeal to our, our human connection to nature and imagine what it would be like if all the birds died because they like what she was, what some of the research was finding was that, Birds were dying and were sick because of DDT and how it was affecting right, nature. Right. Yeah. And, um, but what's great, so like Silent Spring was seen as this big shift and it sort of s- contributed to starting the environmental movement and it made radical policy change. But it's like, glyphosate did the exact same thing. It yeah. was just another evolution of DDT. Well, I just don't think it'll change unless there's anti monopoly laws in this like sphere and in every sphere of and uh, like there has to be something that 
stops one corporate entity from having that much power because otherwise they're just going to whatever else you do to try to stop them they're just going to find a workaround they just throw money at it until they preserve their monopoly you know well and it's just like the result of unfettered capitalism if they're going to try to make money from seeds Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's gonna be some evil shit. We gotta f- we gotta fetter capitalism. Fetter it. I've always I've always said that. Yeah, Can it's like the the explosive desire for um as much money as possible is gonna result in like some bad things. Yeah. Especially if it has to do with farming. Yeah. So that's that. So wow, what a what a nightmare of a uh, hellscape of capitalism. <laughs> okay thank you for listening thank you i hope this didn't ruin your day i hope you listened earlier in the day so you have some time to get outside walk it off yeah walk on, walk in the fields uh be careful which ones which ones but uh yeah thank you for listening as always um to our comedy podcast uh <laughs> you know it's good because you need a balance yeah it, it's not all fun and games out there but uh thanks again um Keep uh, sharing with your friends, family, um, and like, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Thank you for supporting us. We really appreciate it. Come see us live. Come if see you're us live. February 5th. February 5th, we're at Zanies in Chicago. Come and see us. And then manifesting also other shows. Yeah, we got other stuff. Check our websites, um, but that's a big one if you could come out. And uh, yeah, we'll both be there, so that'll be very fun. Thank you very Thank much. You.